What up, though? It's your man, Tarek Aha, back for another episode of Wild Live with Tarek, the most unapologetic podcast in the game. And shit, you know what time it is, man. We about to turn it up on you niggas like my part coming. I got my homeboy in the building, my motherfucking dog. Go ahead and introduce yourself, my nigga. Yo, what up, though, man? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., Don't Text Me With Your Green Bubbles, a.k.a. I Only Debate My Equals, Everybody Else I Teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't run without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? Listen, that, that fucking intro is fire. <laughs> Bro, that intro is fucking fire, man. My man Jay Johnson and this bitch from Shop Talk Podcast. How long did it take you to perfect that intro? Man, it's been a minute. Look, man, before I say that, I didn't want to even talk too much before we started, man. I wanted to say, man... Man, I'm so proud of you, dog. <laughs> like in real life, man, you got your shit together. You got the got the whole setup. I like the setup. Uh, getting got bit by the podcast bug and shit, dog. Man, that shit is lovely, dog. I literally love when I see that shit, man. So congratulations, man. Thank I'm you, bro. Pod, man, you've been having some interesting episodes, interesting guests, um, and I enjoy it, man. So first, thank you for letting me come on the pod, man. For sure, for sure, man. Thank you. I, I I truly appreciate it, man. Uh, you know, shit, hell yeah, like shit. But you know, niggas is following your blueprint, man. You've been you've been putting this shit down for a long time. You uh you and Dame, y'all been over there on Shop Talk doing y'all motherfucking thing. I just seen the celebration for the three hundredth episode. You also got this week in culture podcast going on. Like you really been doing your thing. We two hundred and fifteen episodes in this week in culture. 301 now for uh Shop Talk. And matter of fact, shout out to Tariq. Well, Tark, but in my brain, Tariq, because uh, shit, I think you was like, um, you may have been either our second or our third guest. Yeah. Uh, when shit, when I was, we was recording in my apartment. Right, out the, out the APT and South, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. Back, for sure, for sure, for sure. So, did you see that, uh, that, that, before I got, because I'm definitely coming back to your intro, but did you see that thing floating around the city where they had people voting? And then it had the the podcast category. Yeah. So so my man has sent it to me because he's a photographer. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He like, bro, you know what I'm saying? I need you to go in there, click my vote. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm, you know, get, trying to get to his shit, and then I'm seeing all the other categories. And I'm like, hold on. You know what I'm saying? I, I get to the podcast. I'm like, hold on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know none of these podcasts. It's wild. I know one of them because one of them record out of the studio. The whole idea about the um, Beast Choice Awards is uh you got to go in there and have people nominate you to to even be on the list. Mm-hmm. And then once you get on the list, then people go in there and vote for you. Uh which is cool and I and I I mean I think that's really dope, but um I don't I don't like that type of format. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because like one, I don't want to inconvenience my people, right? Right. Um, like, hey, 
every up, everybody go here and do this. Like I, I I'm cool. Um, it's so wild because years ago, um, we got together with some folks and we thought about doing like a podcast award show, um, and we weren't gonna be a part of it, so we didn't want to win no award. Um, and I bought a couple websites. <laughs> uh, so if y'all ever wanted to do one of those, the website that you're probably thinking of, I already own it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. It's it is interesting though. Uh, I was like, damn, bro. Because I mean, when I so like when I see the podcast category, I'm immediately looking for shop talk. I'm like, okay, well, I'm here voting for my nigga. I'm about to vote for my niggas. You know what I'm saying? And I, I I didn't see y'all up there, so I'm like, wow. So you know, I don't I didn't know you know anything behind it other than my man telling me to go vote for him. So I'm gonna just hold him down on that tip. But I didn't know who sponsored it, who was throwing it, how you get into it. I just I, I just it stuck out to me when I didn't see y'all shit up there for Detroit podcast. A couple people reached out to me. They said they they uh, they did the little nomination thing, but we didn't mention it on the pod or you know typically they do like a little call to action, like yo go click the link in my bio and everything like that. Um, I don't think it was intentional. I think I just forgot to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, tell what I, in real life, I'm not even worried about no awards and shit like that. Oh. I do be feeling a certain type of way because they had like a Detroit podcast festival or some shit like this a couple years ago here. And I'm cool if I'm not invited and I'm cool for either Shop Talk or This Week in Culture. But um, like currently in Shop Talk podcast studio, we recorded a hundred and forty two different podcasts that it came through the studio so far. Wow. So I'm like, yo, even if you don't fuck with me, there's no way that if there's a Detroit podcast award, none of the hundred and X amount of people was even invited or on this little panels and stuff like that. Then that shit kind of made me feel like it was personal. And one of the persons that was on the board was somebody in the the podcast industry that apparently don't get along with with myself or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, yo, that's kind of weird. Like, fuck me. But, like, everybody else who's been grinding. Right. Like, yo, we created this urban podcast situation in Detroit. Like, For real. Like, for fucking real. Like, man, nigga. Like since 2016, like bro, like that's what even popping like that. Exactly, it 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 wasn't it wasn't no bag in it, wasn't no money in it. It, 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 none of that shit was. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't no anchor back. You know what I'm saying? When y'all motherfuckers was started, so like it was it was so crazy that you even invited me on. I'm like, what the fuck is a podcast? Like you know what I'm saying? Like real shit. I didn't even know what the fuck they were back then. Yeah, man. Now I've been listening to podcasts for quite some time, but I not typically what we doing currently. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was listening to Serial, um, which is about, was a lady about about a murder trial and different long form shit or um, the Freakonomics back in like I don't know 2010 and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan been doing podcasts since forever. Right. Uh, we did. We we gonna talk about him. <laughs> Adam Carolla, remember him from like? Yeah, yeah, I remember Adam Carolla. He didn't. He probably has the most podcasts. Period. Say the most episodes of, of anybody. He probably does. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I had no idea. So, like, y'all been doing y'all thing, grinding, 300 episodes. How many for This Week in Culture? Uh, 215. 215. So how long did it take you to perfect that intro? Because I know it evolved over 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 the course of that time. Man, it definitely evolved. And it, it wasn't even a, a, a thing at first, right? But I was really just fucking with Dane. We did an episode one day about... Um, Matter of fact, we wasn't even a whole episode, but I said, like, Ric Flair wasn't a better wrestler than, like, Shawn Michaels, because he's not. Um, 
<laughs> and then like the next week, I came in and said something about that in our little intro. You know what I'm saying? I was just kind of, yo, this is the such and such and such and such. And then over the next couple of weeks and months, we just kept, we just kept fucking with it and kind of change it. And then I was like, all right, now this one kind of, I didn't settle in, and it's it is what it is now, man. Which is crazy because um, when we did our 300 episode, people that sent in audio and video, and they did a whole collage of them saying our intros. I man. saw. And um, I I didn't ask them to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit got me by surprise. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I did not expect that shit. Uh, so. It's interesting because now I be hearing niggas do intros all the time, and that's not even a shot. Like I love that shit. Man, listen. So when I when I seen the collage, when I seen you posted on Twitter the collage of everybody doing it, I'm like, bro, this is so dope, and it's just so dope to see. I you know I fuck with you. We got history. You know what I'm saying? School, all that shit. But like, it's just so dope to see motherfuckers fucking with you, and you've been grinding so long doing this shit. You know what I mean? Man. So that 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 was just really dope. I I know that was a humbling experience though. Hell yeah, had to Matter be. Matter of fact, I was at the studio recording somebody when I see this shit, and I'm like, at first when Dame sent it to me, it was just the uh, the intro portion. I'm like, oh, all right, he about to probably post this because we gonna do some promo for the 300 episode. And then I seen uh, Mancho Conner. I was like, wait a minute. I started. I started switch. I'm like, yo, make <laughs> a thug crying this month. <laughs> right, <laughs> for real, for real. Shed some real nigga tears around this yeah. bitch. So, uh, we gonna get into it, man. So, so right now, you know, uh, Joe Rogan was all over the news. Yeah, you know, all over uh, social media. Everybody's talking about him, and so I think personally that the bigger issue is First Amendment, right? Mm-hmm. So th- that's what this is, you know. Re- fuck how you feel about him. Fuck what he said. Fuck all of that. The 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 place we are in society today is: Are you willing to allow, listen to, and allow speech that you don't agree with? Mm-hmm. Because that's what the First Amendment is. The First Amendment don't say they have the freedom to say shit that you agree with, right? right. Or freedom to ha- say shit that you like. You know what I'm saying? You that, to have that freedom is to be able to. All right, shit, I got to stand up for the shit I don't like, yeah. for the shit that I disagree with, because just like I got the right to say this, they have the right to say that. So that's that was really my take on the whole Joe Rogan shit. Like fuck him as a person, you know, or what he said. That ain't got nothing to do with it. But how how far are we trying to go? So like, what's your take on the whole Joe Rogan shit? Man, you know this is this was pretty interesting, man, and it was uh it was multi layered for me. Um, one because I fuck with Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been fucking with Joe Rogan for a long time. Um, I also don't like white people saying nigga, nigger. You know what I'm saying or whatever. Uh, and I also understand that there is a biggest bigger establishment who don't like Joe Rogan because he brings in 11 million streams a day, mm-hmm. which is more than CNN and Fox News and everybody combined daily. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't like the quote unquote COVID misinformation they've been trying to get them out the paint with. And then they get like a, a super clip of like 70 word nigger, 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 nigger. You know right, what I'm right. That montage, that big ass collage. Yeah. With no context, literally mm-hmm. just the word boom, boom, boom. So that shit look bad. And me personally, like I just don't like white people saying nigger mm-hmm. because it's either, it's only it's one of three reasons why people want to say it. Uh, one, um, they want to be cool mm-hmm. because 
you know, everybody else said, like, I, I really want to be cool. Two, you feel that you shouldn't be able to tell me what to do. Or three, you literally trying to get away with actually saying it. Right. Because other than that, like, why are, why do you want to say it? Exactly. Because, like, oh, you want to be cool. And, like, I mean, we some cool niggas over here. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't like it. However, I do know some of the context and when he actually said the nigga word or the, the nigga. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he quoting, it was talking about Richard Pryor, who has an album called That Nigga Crazy. Right. Like, I, I said the name of the reference the album. Are you getting away with it? Yeah, you probably are. But, like, <laughs> and we quoting different things and such and such. So, that's, my bigger issue is, I don't know, as a human being, that I got the right to tell you how to talk when you're talking to your friends. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what you can't say to me. Because if we in a conversation, no, you ain't about to say nigga. You're not right. about to. But, like, how much power do I have to say when you talking, even if you referencing the word, not saying nigga, how do I tell you that you can't say it? I would prefer you not to. But, like, do I literally have the power to tell someone else what to speak of? Because it goes back to that First Amendment shit. Mm-hmm. I done said a lot worse shit than Joe Rogan said on that fucking podcast. <laughs> if you go through my text messages right now, you know, I mean, you can type in whatever word and it's going to pull up every text you said there. Yeah. It's some shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And like, if it came out, they go like, this nigga, get this nigga out of here. But just because you say something don't necessarily mean you. I don't know, man. It's just interesting, man. So, uh, so I was conflicted, you know. Uh, I, I particularly don't listen to I, I've never listened to a Joe Rogan podcast in my life, right? But I have seen some amazing clips that people have posted, like in you know the little story, thirty second boys or the, or the minute boys people post on their Facebook, or Instagram. So I've seen some dope ass shit, you know, uh, like some motivational shit, all of that shit, right? And uh, the big who plot was when he uh, Spotify gave him that hundred million dollars, right? So they came after him because of uh, the quote-unquote, COVID misinformation, right? So that's why they came after him. And then the NDRE posting the uh, the other video come out, right? And I understand, I and I totally understand NDRE's argument. She was like, listen, my music is on this platform. Y'all pay me 0.3 cent per stream. So uh, I basically have to get my song played three times to make a penny. And y'all take all of those pennies and give him $100 million. No, they really give it to Drake. <laughs> they give it to Drake? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, all the streams that come through Spotify, uh, 90% of them go to the top X amount of artists. Mm-hmm. Nobody's on there listening to NDRE, like in real life. <laughs> not because she's not a good music artist, whatever. Like, the majority of streams go to about 10 people. Mm-hmm. And everybody else shared. Like, they get all the money. They cutting big checks. Facts. But... But so she she she's like you know what I'm saying y'all streaming my shit on this platform to get you know what I'm saying motherfuckers on there and then y'all pay this motherfucker this big old bag and I just don't want to be a part of him or him getting his bag. I, I told I understand that you know what I'm saying, but my question still remains is like how far are we trying to go? You know she tried to get uh, real semantic with her words. This ain't censorship. This is curation. I want to curate my space and I don't want to be a part. My nigga, you can call it whatever you want to. It's, it's if censorship. Saying, if you say this, then I'm doing this. Like you trying to, you trying to censor me. Exactly. And by doing this, you want to create some sort of financial burden on Spotify. But guess what? 
the ads, because 11 million people a day are listening, the ads that he bring in is making more money. I can pay him a hundred million dollars. Right. Because guess what? Before the Spotify deal, he was making not he was making thirty three thirty between thirty and thirty three million dollars a year by himself. Right. And right. Without the deal. Right. Like so, I don't need y'all money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if y'all want to give me a bag for me to come over there exclusively, I'll take it. Yeah. So. You know, it's a big censorship war going on all across the board, which is, you know, I, Donald Trump was talking about it his whole fucking term. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're trying to censor me. So right now you post a comment because right now my my uh, Facebook uh, account is currently restricted. Oh, I get blocked all the time. So my shit, they told me for 44 days we're uh, we're going to show your post to less people. We're going to put your, your post lower in the timeline and show it to less people because you're restricted for 44 days. So it's like... Bro, y'all, that's censorship. That's what that is. 100%. That's what that is. But people aren't really seeing it in, or, or until it's affecting them. You know what I mean? So I'm not on Facebook often. Well, majorly, like on regular Facebook. Now, This Week in Culture, we got a Facebook group. It's like 800 people in there. So, like on Mondays, we got topics and people talk about the shit that came over the weekend. So, I'm in there because that's where the audience at. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I'm not normally on Facebook. And now I got corporations like Facebook or Meta and all the other bullshit like dictating my words to my culture. I'll give you an example. On um Snowfall, there's a character on there called Fatback. So the comment was like, yo, Fatback don't be the first one to get killed. Yo, you got banned for for explicit and, and making threats to such and such. Because the comment was to a woman who was also talking about the show, but we talking about a character on the show mm-hmm. called Fatback. They're like, no, nah, you you threatening to to this and that. So you you know, you do the little pill process, and they're like, nah. And like certain shit that's like how we like Detroit slang is a little bit different than other people. Like now mm-hmm. I got them some white media conglomerate corporation telling me how I'm supposed to talk to my own people. Right. Like, no, there's not an algorithm that you can put that can dictate what I'm saying. Like what up, bum? I'm not telling this nigga a bum. <laughs> right. I'm not trying to say, man, this bum was such a... No, I'm not saying that in a derogatory manner. Exactly. That's a term of endearment where we from, and you not from this culture, so you're not... Your, your community ain't the one to guideline us. Which is why, in honesty, most black people, we a little bit more conservative than what we let on, because I believe in less government. Like, this should not be some shit that you're worried about. You worry about protecting all my amendments and my freedoms and ev- and everything else. Leave that shit up to somebody else. Absolutely, I say, I say, and I tell people all the time: politics should reach my community, but don't reach into my home. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? I want uh, hell yeah, I want the, the speed bump out there for these fucking SRTs and Hellcats while my kids is outside playing. I was so happy when they started putting them up. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, I want. The police presence and all of that shit. Protect my neighborhood, but don't come into my house. Don't try to dictate what we do in my home. I agree 100%. You know what I mean? So, yeah, absolutely. I'm not with the censorship because let me say some quote-unquote wild shit. Nigga, they can for three, what, what? Just between these two podcasts, I've done more. But between these two podcasts that I do mainly, and I got like 500 and some episodes. Nigga, y'all can cancel me whenever the fuck y'all want to. Right. You can make a montage of me saying insert anything and not without the right context, I can look like a fucking monster. Absolutely. Absolutely. With same shit motherfuckers do with religious books all the time. Take it out of context and and, and now it got a whole nother twisted up motherfucking meaning. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, and, <laughs> that's a great analogy, right? Because, like, the Bible, I don't look at like a book. I look at like a library mm-hmm. because it's a collection of 66 books. So you would take one book out the library, read one sentence, take another book out the library, read mm-hmm. one sentence, and mash them bitches together. They was written by two different people in two different time frames. Two different places. They'd be like, see? That's what that no, fam. That's not how it goes. <laughs> you can't do that. Exactly. Exactly. So the 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 nigga montage, uh, so I learned this on TikTok the other day, right? It was Christopher Darden, the DA, one of the DAs who prosecuted OJ Simpson, that coined the term the N-word. Mm. Before that trial, nobody said the N-word. He refused to say nigga. During the trial. So he came up with the N-word. And he referred to it as that. And we've been referring to it as the N-word ever since the OJ trial. So that was about 95 or something? Bro, dude broke that shit down on TikTok. And I'm like, so now I'm looking for references. Because they uh they referenced the, uh when Richard Pryor was promoting that nigga crazy album. And the, the, he went on a late night show. And she wouldn't say the title. She was like, you say it. I ain't saying it. Because she was white lady. You know what I mean? So I'm like, damn, okay, so let me find any reference of the N-word. Before OJ trial, I, I challenge anybody to find a reference saying the N-word before that trial. I learned that on TikTok. That shit blew my mind. That's wild because um, our current president say the N-word. Like, there's video of him in Congress reading. He was quoting just like Joe Rogan. Was mm-hmm. like, yo, once, yo, no, you said we don't need any more nigger Niggas, bears. Right, right, that. right. He said the word. Like, how do I tell this? Like, Yo, in speech, sometimes we gotta talk. <laughs> right. I, I have to I have to articulate what happened so you get a full understanding. Mm-hmm. I can't do that with me blanking out words. Right. Euphemisms and shit. You know what I'm saying? What did you say? Because especially in court, no details matter. Absolutely. So no, what did he say? It, absolutely. Uh, he was like, uh, this N word. No, did he say N word or did he say nigga? Did he say nigger? Did he like? I need to know exactly what the fuck happened. Absolutely, and so did this fucking lady dictating this motherfucker for this transcript, just in case I gotta appeal this shit. I need to know exactly what the fuck is going on. So when I'm typing, when she doing the court stenographer typing, are you typing nigger, nigga, or are you typing n word? N word, right? And when you write, when he says, "I said the n word," did he say? <laughs> is he air quotes? <laughs> Man. I need to read that transcript for sure. Sometimes I think uh, we be grasping at the N word <laughs> because this is our only symbol of power. This is the only thing we got on on them. Like, no, y'all, y'all, y'all can't say that though. I'm mean, like, sometimes, like, all right, like I get it because I don't want you saying it either. But like, hey, yo, man, relax. Like, re- like we understand everybody nuance except that. Mm-hmm. We understand the nuance when we say white people. I talk about white people all the time. Me too. But like, I literally don't dislike all white people. No shit like that. Right. When I say white folk, it's a mutual understanding between me and you. Like, you know what I mean when I say white folk. Mm-hmm. But like, we understand that nuance, but not the nuance when someone's just repeating the word off a piece of paper. It's like. But see, uh, Ta-Nehisi Coast, he said the same thing, right? He was like, so the homosexual community, they have. Uh, words that they can say to each other, but people from not inside that community can't say it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and everybody respects it. You know what I'm saying? If a gay dude call another gay dude a gay slur, that's between them. But after nineteen ninety five. Cause it did that was that, that didn't exist before then, right? Right, right, right. So Facts. They, they saw what we was doing. Oh y'all made somebody y'all made them 
not say nigga, mm-hmm. fuck it, we got a word too. Exactly. We about to play the oppression Olympics now. And 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 that's exactly what happened. But he he said that you know white people just can't seem to accept that you know because he was like he was like his example was my my wife and her homegirls they say they call each other bitch all the time. I don't go in there and calling them bitches. Mm-hmm. I not understand. I'm not in that group. I can't participate. Why can't white people understand that about nigga? You not in this group. You can't participate. Yeah, I want people to understand it both ways too, right? Because if there is uh, something a man calls his wife, say you call her Sugarfoot or so whatever, whatever the pet name is between you and your wife, like that's what I call my wife. Mm-hmm. My homeboy can't call my wife Sugarfoot. Right. Yes, you can say the word. Yes, it's in the English language, but y'all don't share the bond of exactly. marriage or whatever, right? So, white people who be like, but y'all say the word nigga all the time. Because we got something else that's common. It's between us. It's not between you. Just as in, I won't call whatever your family may call your your your. I have names that my only my family calls me. Mm-hmm. That's not for you, right? Yes, it's in the dictionary. You can <laughs> say it, but that's not for you. White folks don't understand that either. It's like yes, there are words that they just not for you. We don't show. We don't share the the collective nigga between us absolutely we don't have that we don't have that relationship you know what i'm saying we we do we just don't have that relationship so uh you know this is all political right and you should watch the joe rogan podcast though so it's not even a podcast about a nigga on there telling jokes he literally just have um well i'll just say this i watched it and i've been watching it for a long time and i've learned tons of shit not from Joe Rogan. He just a nigga on there who literally be curious and ask questions. The COVID misinformation was from like peer reviewed doctors and shit like that. It's not that I said it. The nigga was on the show and he said, "Yo, this is what the data say." Mm-hmm. And like I've from from writers to authors to scientists to like it's all type of people who I would never normally come in contact with or even heard of. It's like okay, now it gives me a point of reference. Well, let me let me go look at what dude was talking about. Let me go look at this. Um, it's not even like it's not even like a jokey podcast. Like they don't we don't tell jokes. It literally I talk across the he talk across the desk with somebody for three hours who's at the one of the top of the joint top of the line. Even if it's a comedian, they not on there just like telling jokes. They literally having like a, a full conversation. Right, right, real conversation. I mean, because I, like I said, I seen the clips of the, uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. I seen him on there. I seen Kevin Hart on there. Uh, they was talking about Quentin Tarantino. I didn't see that particular clip, but. He was talking about the time he interviewed him. So one of the episodes when he was saying nigger was that like Quentin Tarantino uses that. He said he says this all the time. He's like I, He said the, he used the word nigger not 37 times in his movie. And by him saying that, uh, uh, you're wrong. Like, I get it. Like, I, I really do get it. But like, like come on. <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, and Quentin Tarantino says it all the fucking time. Every movie is full of that fucking word. Pulp fiction, all of that. You know what I'm saying? Picking it like we are we mad at Fat Joe? Right. Fat Joe's not black. He not. And he say nigga all the time. All the fucking time. He don't even look black. At all. Like now, does his people historically have some African in them? Yes. Right. 100 percent Right. But like, we're not mad at that. We definitely pick and choose. Are we mad at French Montana? Well, I mean he's from Morocco, but are we mad at French Montana? Because French Montana don't look black. At all. So if we got pulled over in a car or in a taxi, they're going to be like, they're going to be like, yo, the nigga right there. No, they're not going to say that. They may call him 
uh, saying it. Well, they, <laughs> <laughs> they definitely not gonna get right, right? Absolutely. We don't share that collect, but we not we not mad at that. We, we we definitely be picking and choosing like a motherfucker, and it's so fucking stupid. They had one of these YouTubers. He was on. He was going on. He was on the college campus, and he was walking up to black people, and he was like, "Who got the N word pass?" Right. And so he was pulling up all these, you know, all these white people, and he was asking all these young kids who got the N word, and they was giving the pass to all type of motherfuckers. All types of motherfuckers, bro. I hate shit like that. Ma- Listen, I was boiling watching this shit. The nigga who asking the question about who get the pass, that's the nigga I want to sock. Because <laughs> you playing. Like, stop playing. Like, this not a game. Right. Like what? So what you trying to accomplish here? Right. Like, stop playing with me. Bro, I, I mean, and, and I sat there watching that shit. I'm like, I'm like, we, we lost as fuck. Like, like we, we lost as fuck. But... So back to this censorship yeah. uh, topic, right? So this was either yesterday or the day before. The New York City Mayor, Eric Adams, said he wants to ban drill rap. Mm. Came out press conference like he's having a war on drill rap because of the ridiculous spike in homicides he's uh, seeing in New York City amongst the gangs. And he was like, drill rap is the, is, is the culprit, right? Yeah. So that's, that's, his, you know, that's his platform right now. So he wants, you know, YouTube... All social media, all all these streaming platforms to just ban drill rap. Yeah, this just came out. I li- I was literally just reading about this shit before you pulled up. So, what's your take on that one? I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted like a motherfucker because as a 39 year old African American male whose hip hop music is my number one genre, mm-hmm. C. Dolores Tucker was right. All them years ago, when they was going to court with her um, and um, Luke and all that, everything that she said was going to happen if we, we don't ban this shit, it happened. <laughs> like, we saw it happen. Right. And this is my favorite music that I'm never letting go of. Right. I, you know what I'm saying? Right now, I'm in a better space because I'm an adult. But, like, I had no... At 10 years old, me saying... uh reciting all the lyrics like when I uh, met you last night baby before you opened up your gap <laughs> I have respect like I'm 10 years old rapping all the lyrics to that song like I that shit got ain't no fun if the homies can't have none mm-hmm. like that shit fuck with you subconsciously absolutely like we know how 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 much this music hits us in like that was right everything they said was gonna fuck that was gonna happen it did happen um, the reason I'm conflicted is because I still believe in free will, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yes, I know this is bad. But if I take it away from you, then you didn't make a choice to use it or not use it. I'm kind of dictating everything. I don't know what the right answer is, honestly, because should I look out for your creativity or should I look out for the people I, I say I love the most? You know what I'm saying? My people. And If I know what's going to happen when you listen to it and shit. Like, I'm really conflicted. Um, And it's hard. There's been a conversation last week I was listening to about drill music, like what makes it drill music? Um, Because when we say drill music, we probably just hear the sound and say, yo, that's drill music. But no, drill music, the quote-unquote real drill music, they making diss records to their ops about killing each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'm upset if you say you can't make a rap about about that you want to kill somebody. Now we can front and be like, nigga, that's my creative expression on me and I was re-. Like, nigga, y'all got the bodies to prove it. I'm just, I don't know what the answer is, man. It's a tough one, right? It's a tough one because 
you know, and this goes right back to freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? Uh, does your does me knowing the outcome outweigh your right to say what you want to say? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and, and, and like, and again, to me, it's kind of like picking and choosing because we not about to tell Quentin Tarantino, you can't write Django, but, but, but we going to tell this young kid. It's one of these things though, right? So there are some, for the, for the most part, speech is free. You can say whatever, but you can't, Yell fire in a crowded room, right. movie theater, whatever, whatever. Like, I know for a fact that when the Lil John Crunk era was going on, when a particular song came on, niggas was tearing shit the fuck up. Facts. Like, so if I know for a fact you're going to say something that's going to lead to something else, I don't necessarily, I think there's an argument in court that can be made over is this protected speech or not. I'm not saying which one it is. I think there's an argument that that, that could be made, um, but that's one of those things like where you gotta, you damn near gotta predict the future or look at the past. Cause like I don't know if a nigga say fire in a in the theater, I don't know that I'm just getting up and running. Right. I probably won't. I'm gonna look around. Look around and see what the, see if I smell some smoke or something. Yeah. But like if you had a Travis Con- a Travis Scott concert, right? They get pushing and shoving, and you get trampled. Like that can be very, very dangerous. Like it's it's not unreasonable that if you when uh, move bitch get out the way, come on, and you in a motherfucker a tightly packed club, and you and niggas start moving, yo, somebody gonna push somebody, step on some shoe, some shit gonna get. You you said something interesting though, right? So I I would I would love to see the first drill rapper at the Supreme Court, like Luke and N.W.A. and you know fucking Larry Flint had to go to all of that was First Amendment shit. You know what I'm saying? The right to produce your your content, right? I would love to see the first drill rapper, you know, Lil Durk or somebody you in want, fucking you Chief Keith to go up there. Right, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, you you know, listen. Because they're not the niggas I won't speak in. But see the but see the, the beautiful part is they don't get to speak. <laughs> Only your lawyer gets to speak to the Supreme Court. <laughs> you in there, but you don't get to say anything. Only the lawyers talk. No, you know, the uh the the, the justices and the lawyers speak. The, you don't get to say so they had Larry Flynn in there and he literally gagged, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't say shit this whole time. But yeah, so like that's that's gonna be some shit. But to, like I say, so to ban the genre versus turning it the fuck off. So there's also a thing, right? So the First Amendment says we can't we protect your speech, but we're not gonna put you in jail, and we're not gonna fine you. Mm-hmm. But what the public decides to do in the open marketplace is something we we have no control over. We don't got no control. We let the market do what the market. So. If the market say we not gonna support this particular company, if y'all playing that, that's kind of like the market deciding. Mm-hmm. Now we've put power, we've let our power go to. We don't have the the capital to kind of fight that. You know what I'm saying? Like when they when Coca Cola is like, yo, we not we not we not gonna we gonna pull our advertising dollars. Well, if there was something else that can replace Coca-Cola advertising dollars, then we'll be straight. Right. If there is the black fund, no insert, whatever it is, be like, okay, well, if they're going to pull out, we're going to step up. But we don't have that. So the market is going to do what the market does. Absolutely. And because I'm less government, I don't want the government to step in and influence the market. 
it don't work for me. It kind of put me at a disadvantage, but that's how it's supposed to work. Like the market decides what's going to happen. Right. But see, so I don't have that much faith in government or the market because you're going to bail out the banks. Y'all going to step in. That's that's fucking welfare. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That 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 that's exactly what the fuck that is. That's not the market saying, you know, sink or swim on your own merit. That's oh nigga, you too big to fail. Some motherfuckers is too big to fail though. Some things is. Now I don't agree that insert car company here fits too big to fail, but there are some things that like, yo, if this not here, people gonna go fucking crazy. Like literally, people are gonna fucking crazy if this don't work. It's like uh <laughs> like yo. We could let this shit fall where it may, but like public, like yo, this shit we kind of got to. Yeah, I, I I get it, but that goes against the principle. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it, and it's like, well, damn. Uh, one at 39, I'm glad I'm not making these decisions yet. But at some point, I do want to be in a position to make these decisions. But you got to think, like, okay, so what's the what's gonna hurt us more in the long term, right? Like, do I want some anarchy shit going down, or do I want some sustainable outrage? Because, like, I can have the sustainable outrage is us bo- mad that y'all bailed out insert company here. Mm-hmm. The anarchy shit is when you live in a city that's eighty six percent black, and a large percent of these people work at these big three, um, and we just close all them bitches down. It's like, yo, know, where does this? Where does this whole entire state? Where do they eat from now? Right. And because when this goes down, uh, yo, this company uh, sells the biggest, uh, the number one truck, the selling truck for the last 20 some odd years, and that goes to Mexico. That goes here, here. Like, well, shit, now that's going to fuck up this over here. Like, yo, this shit going to be more of an inconvenience if this does fail than the market doing whatever it is. Yeah, I, 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 no one's playing with clean hands because motherfuckers manipulate the market all the time. Right. So it's like, I, I, I totally understand. I totally understand. It, it, it makes perfect sense. But I still don't like it. Yeah. Some you, you, some, you know what I'm saying? Some motherfuckers don't need a bailout. Goldman Sachs didn't need a bailout. Right. Niggas don't need golden parachutes when y'all created something and it falls out the fucking bottom. Cause the easier for me. The easier solution when all that market and shit crash and the housing market, well, them niggas only pay back what they owe, 0%. You don't get all that extra interest rate. You want to fix the student loan debt right now? Pay back what you owe, and that's it. If I borrow 50000 it shouldn't be 128000 now. Right. That's the issue. That's the problem. I can pay back the fifty I borrowed, and I think you should because you borrowed the 50000 right? <laughs> right. Pay back your fifty, no interest. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a happy medium where everybody can be like, it's not necessarily fair that you borrowed all this money and they like, no, nah, I, I ain't never paying it back. Well, nigga, why you borrow it? That's a whole other thing. But like, just give me back what you owe, and if you've already paid what you borrowed, you you good. Both people win. Everybody, well, both people lose. Right. Both people win. And 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 uh, they they say those are the best contracts when both both people are a little bit unhappy. Yes, for sure. That, they say those are the very best contract in the world. So, so you know, this year is uh, the midterm primaries, right? So, the voting rights is, you know, they've been going crazy with that shit. 
the voting rights, this Alabama shit. They trying to snatch up the, uh, the the voting rights from people back to back. What's your take on the voting issue? And how much faith do you have in this voting process just looking at where we are today? Man, this layer, right? Because <laughs> even though I participate, I don't believe in none of this shit. Mm-hmm. But I participate just in case I'm wrong because I be wrong sometimes. Could be wrong, right. Um, do in your lifetime, do you think that black people are not going to be allowed to vote? No. So why we keep talking about they trying to take our voting rights? Like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> like, in real life. Do we think that, like, it's going to expire and, like, not, now y'all can't vote? No. Like, we that's not going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that's, that, can it, can it be threat? Like, it's, that's not, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I'm tired of the Democratic Party um, playing on black people's number one weakness, which is this race shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they play this shit all the time, and they get us all right up on race, and we forget everything else that them devils is doing because we only 13% of the population, allegedly. It don't matter what, like, y'all, we got in our mind, Republicans, white, Democrat, black. Right. Numbers don't work out that way. Right. The, the quote-unquote evil white people that you think exist, they on both sides. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why we keep putting our blind allegiance in one party who only talks about race because they know that's how they get us there. Mm-hmm. And they ain't never gave us they ain't never gave us nothing in real life. Right. Think about a fucked up city. Every fucked up this is going to this sound wild, right? And it's going to be worse than what I mean, but every fucked up city in the country that's drug infested, crime infested, who runs it? A fucking democrat. Mhm. Because they don't have to do anything for us. We won't even act like we're not going to vote for them. Right. I just want us for one election be like, nah, we're not doing it. We voting the other way. Like, if for whatever, for whatever reason, if black folks voted Republican one year, moving forward, both sides will fight for your fucking vote. Absolutely. The Republicans will fight for it because y'all saw what happened when we did that. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats will fight for it because... Y'all saw what happened, happened when, when we, they did that. Right. Like, this current process that we doing, it's not working. At all. Like, why would I, black people ain't ne- in mass ain't never voting Republican. So why would a Democrat ever give you what you need or what you ask for? I don't have to do anything for it. And you know you never going to not vote. A lot of more black people are, will never not vote. Your vote don't count then. <laughs> right. Because if you're never not going to vote, if you're always going to vote and you're always going to vote the same thing, how does your vote count? It, exactly. Exactly. These midterms is about to be bad for the Democrats, though. So my thing is this, right? I hate that people try to put more pressure on me getting out to vote than y'all put on the motherfuckers that we voting for. <sighs> y'all going to tell me, your ancestors died for you to have this and da 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 you going oh you if you ain't voting you ain't this you ain't this this that, and the third you you going to browbeat me more than you going to browbeat the motherfucker who got the job i tell you what my ancestors didn't die for the right to vote at all um they died fighting um for a tool to use against the oppression and at that particular time we thought that was the tool that we used mhm once we got that tool and that shit ain't work either we looking for another tool it wasn't spe- nigga i just want the hammer 
<laughs> that I got a fucking oh nigga, we need a corkscrew now. We need insert whatever it is. Like they did not die specifically for voting. They wanted for fucking self respect, dignity, um, to be seen as equals. It wasn't about a fucking vote. That was just a tool that I can use to fight for what I really want. Mm-hmm. You ain't about to moral high ground and stand on me. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Right. I mean, that sounds worse than what I mean, but like, I don't care about that emotional plea. I totally understand. Right, right, because and, and that's the thing, y'all fucking with my emotions. You know what I'm saying? And 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 they know that black people are emotional people, and and we vote emotionally. We don't vote logically. We don't vote strategically. We vote off how we feel. I feel like Barack Obama is this. I feel like Hillary Clinton is this. I feel like Joe Biden is this. It's not about logic. You know what I'm saying? And you're going you, you gonna to stop hitting me with that my ancestors died shit because let's talk about who killed them. Fuck what they died for. That talk to me about the motherfuckers that killed part. them. That part. Y'all don't want to talk about that part, but you're going to say what they died for. No, who, who, who killed them? They didn't just fall out at the ballot. No, they were murdered. By who? Niggas love MLK. Like, y'all killed the nigga. <laughs> y'all killed him. Y'all love, well, no, y'all still don't love it, <laughs> Malcolm, but y'all like, killed him too. Like, right. Like, come on, man. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. We got to talk about the people who imparted the motherfucking oppression upon us and not this silly ass process. But, like you say, all we got to, all, all it takes is one time. It takes one time, but we have to stop voting with our feelings. You felt like you hated Donald Trump. You felt like Joe Biden. You didn't know shit about Donald Trump or or this motherfucker Sleepy Biden that we have right now. They played on y'all emotions and gave y'all Kamala Harris. They played on your emotions and gave you a black face with Barack Obama. The 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 Democrats cheated Bernie out of the first win. Oh my good! I I know I know. They literally cheated. Was was it West Virginia super, with the super delegates and all this? Yeah. shit? Yeah and. He won every county in West Virginia, and they gave it to Hillary. Like, and then people got fed up, and it was like, yeah, we, we kind of tired with this, and then we got in Trump. Because, like, that should have told you we got to actually do something now. Because they, like, they didn't like Hillary as a candidate, right? Mm-hmm. So y'all should come back with, like, a better candidate. Exactly. We came back with Joe Biden. <laughs> this nigga's, one, nobody over 50 should be allowed to be president. I don't know about that. I don't, I I don't I don't see it. So look, uh, Justin Trudeau in Canada, Gavin Newsom in California. Uh, you know, you're too far removed from the majority of the population. Majority of the population over fifty. The majority of the United States is over fifty. Absolutely not, sir. Let's see. Let's see the uh, <laughs> average age of the uh, population. <laughs> um. Well, I'm gonna see. The average age of the voting public. Let me do that. No, 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 no. The average age of the population. Well, I don't give a fuck if you're three years old. See, but no, that's what I'm saying. But so somebody, somebody's fucking 78 is so far out of touch now, with what a three-year-old needs. I think maybe 75 should be the cutoff. I, I Because, like, so for example, I'm four, I'll be 40 in April. Mm-hmm. So you mean in 10 years, my cutoff to run the country, is it? I'm... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think that at f- at 50, I might be at my peak of intelligence. At 50, you don't need to be the one. You need to be up. up. You know what I'm saying? Just like uh, so when King Tut was the motherfucking king, he didn't just run the country with his 15-year-old ass. He had a council of old advisors. Y'all motherfuckers been here. Y'all know. But I'm the motherfucker that's, you know what I'm saying? I'm here. I'm the guy. 
But that's what your board of advisors is for. That's what your cabinet is for. The older people who know more than you. I ain't saying throw y'all away, but we need the people who are in touch, who the people who still in the job market, who know what the fuck is going on, what the workers need, what the students need, motherfuckers who still paying back student loans. People because people 50 not working? I, I, mainly, you know what I'm saying. No, niggas is working. Retirement age 65, so I get it. You know what I'm saying, but 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 that's what I'm saying. Most like people working past retirement age. Absolutely can, now. You know what I'm saying. But you're just far removed from the the needs of the young people. Okay, but and I think be, I, I think we need to take care of the young people. You're gonna be older much longer than you younger. So what does a 40 year old know about the healthcare system of a 70 year old or a 60 year old? You have no experience with that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying like. You don't know how that process goes. I think you probably need somebody in the middle of that. Now, at 75 years old, I think you aged out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that should be like, yo, I think what the age is like from 38 to you die. Right. It should be from like from 38 to 75. After 75? 65. 65. Retirement age. Retire from, you know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't be. I Retirement wouldn't be. age. Retire from if, all that shit. But if you in office, you don't got to leave office. I mean, if you there, we ain't gonna kick you out. Yeah, like you know if, what I'm saying? If you you, can, you can grandfather out, yeah. but ain't you ain't coming in, and you this no, you ain't just starting your fucking D- Donald Trump. This was his first political job ever. So listen, he came in this bitch in his seventies. A lot of this shit though, when you look at political science, and of course you probably look at this shit, ain't none of these shit's new concepts. Right. Like, ain't nothing new. I mean, I know we got different ways to do different shit. We got different technology. But, like, yo, these are the same concepts. Exactly. You got humans dealing with the same set of human emotions, greed, envy, deceit, all that shit. So whether you a 48-year-old trying to handle and manage people or if you a 75-year-old trying to manage and handle people, I don't necessarily know that you need to be younger in order to know how to manage people. You know what I'm saying? I know... That because I'm not under I'm not of the illusion that the president is the one actually making these decisions anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. But like, there's a there's a level of wisdom that comes with older age. Absolutely. That you've seen and you've experienced. Like, yo, I can only imagine what how I'm gonna be when I'm 50 because I'm so different from 30 to 40. I picked up so much shit. Like, damn. A nigga can go back 10 years with the shit I know now. Oh, my goodness. No, nigga's not fucking with me. Right, right. So I think that same thing at 50. Now, I'm not saying that I want a bunch of old presidents because I do, but I know 50 can't be the cutoff because, you know, at 50, motherfuckers is still, niggas is still sharp. Yeah, true. I I, I mean, I agree you're sharp. I don't think you need to be running the motherfucking country, though. I think I just, never, I just I just don't. I, 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 I don't. You ever had a president that was 50? That may be, I don't even, I think everybody's been over 50. <laughs> Barack was over 50. He was like 54 or some shit, wasn't he? Uh, I don't know how old was Barack. Right, when he got elected. Um, how old was uh, Barack? When he got elected. Well, he's 60 now. Right. So he been He got gone, elected in 08. So he was 52? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, well, shit, no, he might have been 40. Yeah, yeah, he had 40. 48, 49. Yeah, yeah, something, something like that, something like um, that. But, yeah, I just believe that, you know, then, you you know, Supreme Court, you know, let's Supreme Court you, you know what I'm saying? You could be, you know, in the Senate and all that shit, but to, to, I just think the president, you know, because like I say, 
you have a lot of a lot of cities and states, you know, municipalities taking on these younger people. And because they're in tune with what the youth needs, you, you can't believe the children are the future and not take care of these motherfuckers, not give these people the things they need. Who make all the rules in your house? The kids or you? Of course I do. But but I make those rules with them in mind. All of my rules is for their betterment. It ain't for me. I'm straight. I got a house. I get it. But like, it's never been a good idea to make to make the least qualified the one in charge. You know what I'm saying? It's all like, all right, we gonna we gonna let you get here and here, but like, yo, I I, I just know better than you sometimes. Right. So listen. So right now I'm 38. Right. My son is 16. He about to be 17 in March. Right. So me, I'm like I said, I'm 38. Been on my job six years. Got a crib. Got all, you know what I'm saying. Got all that shit. You know what I'm saying. All that goofy shit. Right. He's upcoming. Right. So. Whatever they're doing, whatever the the politicians are doing, it, it it shouldn't be for me. When when you plan on leaving? Hold on, hold on. Let me get there. It shouldn't be for me. It should be for the next. You know what I'm saying? Because so the students today are going to be the next police, paramedics, lawyers, janitors, teachers. You know, Thanks. you you know what I'm saying? So so those students today, those 17, 18 year old, he about to be out of high school and he's about to be in the fucking job market, right? So next 10 years, he's going to get in the job market. He's going to get into his career, shit yeah. like that. You need to be grooming him because that's what the fuck China is doing. Well, that's what your parents supposed to be doing, not the government. The, the, I don't the, want the government in my house. But, right? see, no, but see, the politics should be in place for him to succeed. You know what I'm saying? It should be, it, we, we should be giving the kids every, all the tools that they need to succeed, not bailing out these big-ass co- companies and all that shit. You take care of them so they can take care of your old ass. That's, that's, why, that's why I take care of my kids. It's a very selfish intent. Motherfucker, y'all better hold me down when I get 60. Y'all better hold me. I don't want to be in nobody's home. I'm holding y'all down now so y'all can hold me down later. So that's what you should be doing. Sixty is as old as you think it is. I know. When I know. You get 60, you go, like, right, I still feel like a fucking kid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, because I don't have children, maybe that's why. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got children, shit. that shit age you differently, and you got different, you know what I'm saying, different things to worry about or whatever. But, like, mentally, like, I'm, I'm, I feel like a fucking kid. I'm, I, I still want to do new shit. I'll be forgetting, like, damn, what? Like, damn, well, nigga is kind of. Motherfucker <laughs> asked me how old I am. Like, that number, I'm like, oh, 39. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, I mean, I, I get that and understand. But, like, there's something to be said for people knowing how this shit work over time. Because mm-hmm. I know how this political process works. It's the same shit that was happening with the Romans. It's not like we ain't, we don't got, like, a new plan or whatever. Like, it's the same shit. But, see, I and I think that's a big part of the problem, right? Because we have 80 fucking year old senators and you know I don't like that. We, we got all these motherfuckers they in their fucking 70s and, and, and 80s and they've been in you talking about career politicians motherfuckers who've been in there 40 years joe biden is a career pilot he ain't never had another job that's our fault too though so 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 that's what i'm saying so you got these same motherfuckers in there with these same ideas you need that new blood which is why they went after these younger mayors these younger governors so we got to change the direction of these. just imagine where the fuck the city of detroit or the state of michigan would have been if we didn't totally lean on the auto industry, look at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh totally leaned on steel. Cause look we at to, we had to build the fucking country, right? You know what I'm saying? Physically built the fucking country. And then we get Amazon, Google, CompuWare saying we can't bring these tech jobs here because your population isn't smart enough. Because we've been grunts for a hundred fucking years, 
And that's all we've leaned on. So when the auto industry slowed down, Michigan slowed the fuck down. I'm pretty sure when they was building a fucking Coliseum, whatever city they was getting the fucking marble from was popping. Until that bitch got done, and now we don't need that shit no more. <laughs> like you know, what I'm so saying? so so that fucking city has to evolve. You can't lean on this marble. Right. You have to evolve with the times, and you can't do that with the same old ideas. Well, see, the idea is a thing, right? No, you we do definitely have to evolve with the time, right? Um, but I don't know that just because you're younger that means you're gonna evolve with the time. Because some motherfuckers be young and dumb. Because like I love fucking Kwame. You know what I'm saying? I love all the shit he did. He was still young in that position. And mm-hmm. while you young, you yearn for young shit. Mm-hmm. You yearn for different things. Uh, now, a 50-year-old nigga may be able to pull coming to the side like, I'm a nigga, I know what you about to do before you even do it. Like, you shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Stay out of D.C. with them hoes. <laughs> but, like, I haven't, I haven't experienced this shit yet. I do want leadership to be experienced. I don't want you to be figuring that shit out on the job when your decisions are literally going to impact me for decade so uh, i'm not saying pick unqualified motherfuckers right. i'm saying pick intelligent smart motherfucker you know so so we got uh my man uh bashir jones he is uh he started off he, he's a city councilman in uh cleveland right he started off at the, t- the tamir Rice shit is what click he wasn't he was a street nigga yeah he, he was in in the mix you know what i'm saying doing what the fuck he do you know what i'm saying tamir rice got killed down there in ohio and that triggered him and he like I'm not a fucking baby dad, bro, playing at the park. Fuck out of here. And that kicked off his political career. He became a social activist. I'm going there. Built his motherfucking brand, you know, ran and fucking won. And now he's doing the fucking thing and down in Ohio. How old is he? Shit. I'm 38. He's probably 36. And they got about 12 years. Then he got. You you know what I'm saying? So the AOCs. You, you know what I'm saying? Coming in with your with, with, with your new, different ideas. You know what I'm saying? AOC and, ain't got nothing to do with different. All emotion, no facts. I'm, but I'm saying, <laughs> Rashida Tlaib. These are all these are all young people coming in, and this is the type of kickstart that we need because you know look, what the ideas are. But 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 look, y'all guns, y'all need this <laughs> shit. That's what the new the new ideas is the same ideas. They kicking that same old left. I mean, they they kicking that same old shit. It's not even a new, you young. And you're going to galvanize these young people to take these old fucking ideas. Because that's really what's about to happen. I mean, I don't agree with everything they do. I don't agree with everything they say. But I agree with it need to get these old motherfuckers out of here because these jobs is- because I only care about my people. I ain't going to care. I only give a fuck about my people and the what we haven't gotten from this political system. Yeah. right? When you sign the motherfucking Asian hate crime bill in a week... When you pass that motherfucker in a week with no opposition and you ain't hate crime dust, you ain't even made lynching illegal right. in the motherfucking country. We still got this school to prison pipeline. Well, it's illegal. You 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 you're going to prison. You're going to jail for murder. Yeah. But it's not gonna be a lynching shit. You know what I'm saying? So if you kill me, I want you to go to jail. I don't give a fuck what they call it. <laughs> like nigga, it's your ass going to, it's already illegal. Like murder is illegal. But see, motherfuckers, but 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 uh, as I'm saying, motherfuckers not going to jail. Uh, a whole lot of police aren't going to jail. So even if you pass if you even if you pass the bill, that, you may not I, you ain't going to jail. I, I need jail. something. So, I need something because I know the Asian hate crime shit passed. I know the gay rights shit passed. I know all of these groups are, so, are these are protected groups so, of people so, now. So where AOC at? 
when all this, what all these young progressive people, what the fuck they at? What they doing? Hiding behind all these old motherfuckers that's in the positions of power. Listen, if y'all want these old niggas out of here, then vote them out. I can't make somebody um, run for that position. Like, if there's another person, run. Like, that politics shit ain't popping until you get older and you realize how this shit impact, impact you. I was 18 years old. I didn't give a fuck about that shit at right, all. Right, and right. most young people don't care about that shit. But see, and, but that, and again, that's my issue. You have to make motherfuckers care. And it's a way to make motherfuckers care, but you don't you can't do it with the same old ideas, right? How do you make somebody care about government? I'm 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 about to tell you. I'm about to tell you. Because guess what? 18 year old, you ain't give a fuck about the government. You ain't give a fuck about politics. You cared about money at 18. All I have to do is show you how to get to the bag. If yeah. I can if I can show you how to if I can show because that's what influenced niggas to go to the streets. Drug dealers show niggas how to get to the bag. It's show less drug n- dealers than regular workers, though. But li- but you know what I'm saying? I, I get it. But the loudest, but, but they're not the majority. Right. I don't but, need you. Everybody not even motivated by money. I need this some shit. people. A, a lot of people are. A lot of people are. So if we can, if 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 because it, it's a uh, it was a politician. She was on on the Breakfast Club. She was she's I think she was down in Atlanta, and she was telling you know what I'm saying how to get motherfuckers involved in their community shit. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, show them how to get some money. You know what I'm saying? Just like when when they went over in motherfucking Africa and they was feeding quote unquote starving motherfuckers and at the bottom of the bowl, Jesus saved you. I'm a sh- I'm 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 a, I'm gonna come at you with what you need. So that's how you get people, young people involved in politics. What do you need? Fuck what this seventy year old motherfucker talking about. What do the eighteen year olds need to be successful? What do the nineteen year olds need to be successful? You talking about this free college shit? That's what y'all need. Y'all need job training. Y'all need to learn how to be fucking plumbers and electricians and carpenters. I agree. So, so I need to, I need to hit you in your pocket. And then I'm going to get you involved in the political process. But there ain't no old motherfuckers trying to do that. So that's why we need the Jay Johnsons. That's why we need the every, you know what I'm saying? Sh- show these motherfuckers how to get to the bag, and that's going to groom them. The Bashir, and, and so now we don't have to have wait till uh, Tamir Rice gets murdered for Bashir to be in the politics. We've been grooming them to be in politics. Yeah, man. People are in politics for different reasons, though. It can't only be money, right? Because if everybody got money, nobody got money. Right. Like, I know that that sound wild, but if everybody got it, nobody got it. Right, so that makes like, sense. I need more than you. You know what I'm saying? But that's been around since the beginning of time. I'm always we always gonna have a class system, right? But like, young people are not historically interested in old people shit. That's just how it is. Facts. I can tell you that I'm using this person because I was I listened I pulled up listen. I can tell you that Ti is one of the greatest rappers ever. A young nigga ain't trying to hear that shit. I don't give a fuck how sweet it sounds to me and you. He definitely is. They just not interested in that <laughs> shit. But they will be. Mm-hmm. Because that's how, not, like, as you get older, as you get more experience, you see cause and effect, you get more interested. Um, like, nobody had a class or, like, pulled me into certain shit. Like, it happens naturally with, 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 with time, with age or whatever. And this shit is repeated. Like, that's just how, that shit is how it goes. But the one of the things is we, as parents... As uncles, aunts, the whole nine yards, we actually have to be active in our children's lives so that they actually do care, right? Because you can have a young candidate. If don't nobody go vote for him, I'm just a candidate. Like, for this presidency, right? I've never voted for a Democratic or Republican president, but I voted every time. Mm -hmm. 
we got more than two parties. There's like 12 of these bitches. Right. But everybody walks around here and acts like there's only two. The two parties. There was another right. black woman who was on the ballot this go around to be a vice president. Everybody act like Kamala was the only one. It's like, how disrespectful is that when you have another black woman who's running for president? Like, we don't even need to break this system. We actually just need to use the system that we have currently. There is another option mm-hmm. than Democrat or Republican. If you voted locally here in Michigan, when you even voted for your governor and your senator, you saw more than two options. Mm-hmm. You saw all those parties. Ask a fucking question, who is the Green Party in Michigan? Who is the Libertarian Party in mm-hmm. Michigan? Like, It's like people swore they want to be involved, but the glaring thing that's on the ballot that everybody looked at, like, well, we only got two options. You Did you vote? I saw your sticker, but did you actually look at the ballot? Right. We got more than two options. Like we don't need a, 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 a to to break the system and build it over. Use the current one. Vote for the other nigga. But see that. But see that's the way politics today is ran, right? So it's not just me. All right, I want to be the motherfucking president, so I'm about to go out here and, and campaign. No, I got a crew of niggas. I got a motherfucker that's running with on the district judge. I got a motherfucker that's running for this. I got a motherfucker that's running for that, which is why a lot of shit don't get done like you addressed before on the fucking passing the bill. We can't pass a bill because we're going to add all these attachments piggybacking right. on the motherfucker. So now the bill is so convoluted, it don't do nothing for nobody. Yeah. Or, you, you know what I'm saying? So so, so they mob up the ballot, right? Mm-hmm. Nigga, Joe, Kamala, they other homie in Maryland, they fucking homie out in Cali. They homie in Colorado. This all our whole team. This our ticket. We saw it on the wire. You know what I'm saying? They, they talked about that shit beautifully and extensively on the wire when they was kicking motherfuckers off the ticket and adding motherfuckers on the ticket. That's a fact. If you in the crew, you in the crew. If you not, niggas ain't fucking with you. Biden got on the ticket. Joe, uh, Barack wasn't fucking with a Biden. Right. But I needed that nigga on the ticket for, for them votes. Exactly. And... You're a career politician. You've been around this motherfucker 44 years. Everybody know you. Now I need somebody. Now you president because you was a vice well, president. Because you the only vice. reason you was vice president is because I had to appease the other white motherfuckers who, mm-hmm. from the Democratic side. Who wasn't going to vote for my black ass. Yeah. yeah. So this is what I really want. My, my, my whole goal is this. If we can put pressure on Spotify to get rid of Joe Rogan, if we can put pressure on, insert, on ABC to get with a Whoopi, Mm-hmm. How come we don't put that same pressure on ABC that says the next time you have a presidential debate, you can't charge uh, the libertarian candidate X amount of dollars. If they haven't raised this amount of money, you can't be on TV. Why are you blocking a whole third, fourth, fifth, and sixth option? Like, that's not fair. If you're going to have the primaries, you got fucking 19 Democratic niggas up there uh, mm-hmm. debating. Where's the other... Where's the other parties? Right. Like, if we if we swear we clear about this fucking system and how it's going, why don't you put pressure on these teams? And why the fuck does ABC, NBC dictate who we can vote for for president? Mm-hmm. Why do we go to them to find out who won? Nigga, you work at a TV station. <laughs> right. Like, that, right. that shit should be coming from the Secretary of State for the country. Right. Not NBC. Right. When George Bush stole his election, his fucking cousin was on NBC and said he won when he didn't win. Mm-hmm. Like, what? That's facts. Like, why are we going to TV, NBC, ABC? Y'all niggas ain't in politics. <laughs> right. Other than taking their fucking money. Mm. Like, no, that shit should be on fucking C-SPAN. The Secretary of State <laughs> right. should be saying, yo, 
the Secretary of State for Michigan should be saying who won Michigan. Mm-hmm. Secretary of State for Cle- Ohio should be saying that, not NBC. We we watching the fucking blue board on CNN and, so and, and you know, Don Lemon and shit. The only third party candidate I've ever seen in my life was Ross Perot because he was a billionaire and he paid the money to debate. Right. Like what? And who makes that decision? The TV station? So we we allowing the TV stations to dictate who we can vote for president. And that's fucking wild. If we got enough pressure to, to, to cancel and put everything, let's just, until we get rid of the system and get a new one, how about we use the one that we actually got? Right. we're not using this motherfucker. I mean, and, and you know, shit, just like you want to pressure Spotify, you want to spread pressure Reebok or whatever fucking company, pressure the nigga you voted for. Or how about this? Why you ain't pressuring them? All right, black people, you never gonna vote Republican. Well, then don't. So all thirteen percent of the black people, let's vote for whoever the independent candidate is mm-hmm. to show both of the motherfuckers are. What, this is what it looked like if we wasn't here, even though we voted for somebody. Because like, at what point do we change this shit? I, I don't see a change. Just like you say, is there gonna be a time when black people can't vote? I don't see a time when we change. It, not in not in the foreseeable future. Niggas is. I, I don't. Niggas is telling me they trying to stop black people from voting because they can't pass out water at polling stations. Black people are the only people that drink water? Right. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand some of this shit. It don't make sense why you can't pass out water. Right. How does that only impact black people? Only black people need water. Like, what? (laughs) But instead, they're going to Breakfast Club. They'll say that. And now they be like, yo, they keep passing legislations to keep us from voting. No nigga, take some water. I don't fucking know, but like that don't what? Right. See, motherfuckers got to understand what gerrymandering and all of that shit is. They got to understand that. Like, and when you move, that's why you have a certain amount of time to change your ID. Yeah. So if you move and you get pulled over two months later, you'd be like, "Oh, that's my old address." They're gonna be like, "You got to go to Secretary State, change your ID." It's a reason that they're telling you that. Yeah. Not just so the police can find you, because your address dictates where you vote. You got that little that little fucking sticker that's on the back of your shit. You need that, you need that little fucking sticker. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, nigga, your address dictates the votes in this motherfucking community. Yeah. This is this is where you vote at. This is your polling station. And this is the number of registered voters that we have in this area. All of that shit matters. What's the simplest way you think we can get niggas on track? Down to like the, the common denominator. Like the very the simplest thing you think we can do to get people on track. As far as voting? As far as this whole thing, I have an idea. Okay, let's hear it. Um, all this shit gonna start at the crib. You gotta, you gotta, um, taking care of your family. The quote, it's like the most revolutionary shit that you can do. Mm-hmm. Is just take care of your individual family. And if everybody worried about that, I think we would probably be off in a better place. I'll explain in detail. If your children don't come from a base of something, why would they ever be involved in politics? Why would they ever care about the next thing, right? We all know about, historically, white people don't like black people. I mean, this is brass generalizations, not like literal. But right. the, the thinking is black, white folks don't like black folks, white folks rich, black folks poor. Everything that's fucked up in my life is because of the white man. That's the general right. rule of thinking. What a part, what about the white man had you have a child with somebody and never be there for that child? Because the white man don't control that. You know what, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if you had a child, 
Are you actively fathering that child? Are you providing guidance? Are you providing feedback, love, and support, or what have you? Because I know for a fact, statistically, children who come from two parent homes who have a or have a um, have a stronger. So listen, statistically, if you get two parents graduate from high school, have a full time job. And don't get married. I mean, don't have a child until they get married. This statistically, they won't be in poverty. Um, the children, correct. Okay. The children will not be in poverty. So historically, we've looked at numbers and was like, "Yo, white folks make a lot more money than black people. It must be because the system is racist." So they take a look at only black people, right? And how much that black people make. And they look inside of black people at single parent homes and two parent homes. And the difference between the white people and the black people with a financial gap, when you only look at black people, it's the exact same difference, which is wild. So then they take a look at white people and look at single-parent homes and two-parent homes. And that difference is the same difference from black to white. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily because you white, you better, or y'all rich, so y'all better. No, we came out with a stable we st- a stable base because two incomes going to be better than one. Flat out. And when there's only one income, now I got to pick up another job, do some more extra shit, and the time I would normally be spending with you, you out in the streets. Mm-hmm. Now, the streets may not be selling drugs and doing wild shit, but you have more time to get into trouble and do different things. You're getting influenced by something other than me. Yeah. But, like, the just the base of family structure, that don't even necessarily mean that y'all have to be in the same house at the same time. But the family structure is the best thing that we can do to set us up for the future. I know that shit sounds like, how does this have anything to do with politics? But it, uh, trust me, it does. If you have a, a base and they understand how things work, because it's not the uh, a school's responsibility to teach your child everything they can about life. Mm-hmm. We be like, man, niggas ain't tell teachers about no balancing no checkbooks in school because your fucking mom or your dad was supposed to. <laughs> that shit not in social studies. Voila. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that shit ain't in algebra. Voila. Like, no, that's some some of these life skills not supposed to come from school. They supposed to come from your mother, your father, your mm. uncle, somebody in your family unit, the village. Right. Right. The, it's supposed to come from somebody in that village and to give you a base. And now that you actually care about a system, but if I don't give a fuck about nothing, I'm worried about where my next meal gonna come from. I'm trying to get on these hoes, get my money, get my whatever, whatever. You're not thinking about no fucking politics. You're not thinking about voting. Like, nigga, I'm gonna be dead or in jail in 10 years. This shit ain't gonna matter to me. Right. That's and and that's that's facts. That's a that's a total fucking reality. So I always, you know, and motherfuckers get mad that I do it, but I always defer to Dearborn, right? Them motherfuckers got there after Desert Storm. So you're talking about 92, 93 is when Dearborn flipped. Because it was it was white people in Dearborn. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Desert Storm, motherfucking United States goes over there. They fighting in Kuwait. They fighting in Iraq. They doing all of this shit over there. Gay Saddam Hussein, the key to the city. Get to the c- key to the city of Detroit. All of that shit. So now, since I'm fighting in your country, I have to give you refuge. The motherfuckers went to New York. The ma- vast majority came to Dearborn. They went to... Uh, Sacramento and like North Carolina. Dearborn is the largest largest Arab population outside of outside of the Middle East in the world, right? 
They didn't come to this motherfucker talk about voting rights. That ain't what they did. They set up a strong economic base. Them motherfuckers did not come in this bitch marching. They wasn't protesting. They wasn't beating down the ballot box. They came down there and was the mechanics, was the fucking tire change niggas, was the glass people, was the appliance niggas, and they grounded and they and they focused on their motherfucking family and they focused on them and their community. They focused on skilled trades. Flat out. And shit that you need on the daily And them motherfuckers wasn't trying to, you know, put out 10 mixtapes or go to the NBA. They focused on the shit that they knew their community was going to need. Niggas, we're going to need to fix these cars. They're going to need stoves and refrigerators. They're going to need furniture. That's why they got so many furniture stores in Dearborn. And they need tires. So they, You know what I'm saying? All the tire sizes is right in Dearborn. And I need tires, too. All the glass places. you know. So they focused on that, and they focused on their community. And now they do have an Arab Muslim mayor. You know what I'm saying? They fucking judges in Dearborn, Arab. They uh, Muslim women on the Dearborn Police Department because you're not pulling over and searching a Muslim woman. You know what else they got? Family structure. Absolutely. Because that's that was their focus. Yeah. They wasn't brought, oh, you ain't voting? You ain't go to the elect? They didn't do that. You know what they also don't do? Kick their kids out as soon as they turn 18. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It, it, you know what also they don't do? They don't leave their fucking neighborhood. Absolutely. I think that's the biggest one. They will have a regular fucking house. Tear that bitch down. Put a fucking mansion And in. build a mansion right there on goddamn Rutherford. Like, yo, we, we want to buy these, these two houses. Yeah. We're going to connect these bitches. Flat the fuck out. And, and guess what? My fucking 18-year-old son, when you marry homeboy daughter across the street, we're going to add another addition. Because why the fuck y'all going to move out and get a mortgage and y'all own set of bills and you can live right here with your family? You know what would be frustrating to me when I, um, as black as I am, I hate this, yo, the white man did everything because the white man did not make you fuck up your front yard. Who made? Who told you it was okay if you can throw this shit out the street? While you driving down the street to throw fucking Taco Bell and whatever without like niggas usually want to get out the hood because it's, it's a dangerous or two dirty. Because mm-hmm. if the city wasn't dangerous or dirty, why the fuck would you want to leave? Right. Sure, we're four. It's not dirty, and it ain't. Da- but see, it's, it's, it, dangerous. it's another reason. It's another reason, right? It's another reason, and it, and, it, and it's more psychological than than the actual. You know, because dirty, that's physical. I can see that. Yeah. Dangerous is physical. I can feel danger. It's a psychological reason. Black people don't think they're successful if they live around black people. Black people don't think they're successful if they shop around black people, which is why Northland is closed and Somerset is popping. If they're if they around regular black people. Yeah, if, if you if it's too many niggas around, if you because they only black. That's that's why they black. I'm the first nigga on the block, Uncle Leroy. I'm the first nigga at my job. I'm the first nigga. You happy to not be around your people? Arabs ain't happy to not be around Arabs. It's a lot of black folks. Well, I mean, there's some historical nice neighborhoods in the city of Detroit, whether it be Rosedale, um, sure, Indian Village, right, Sherwood, Sherwood, right, right. Like I'm happy to be around them because right. I know these niggas got money, but you niggas. Nah, I'm straight. Them niggas is still, it's it's a lot. But see, th- those are the conscious ones, right? Yeah. It's still a whole lot that's going to run to Farmington, that's going to run to Rochester. You know what I'm saying? It, I mean, uh, 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 a chick could get, uh, get a voucher and run to Taylor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking Taylor, I'll tell you that. I used to get there. <laughs> man, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you just want to get around from your own people, so we had to get out of that mentality, man. And you know we could do this shit all day, my nigga. 100%. You know we could do this shit all motherfucking day. <laughs> But we gonna go, and man, listen. I want to thank you 
so much for first having me on the first season of the Shop Talk Podcast. I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for each time that I came back because I've been on there several times. Absolutely. And I want to thank you for stopping by and blessing my podcast, man. Man, you know, I can we can sit up here and kick it all the time, man. I appreciate you. Um, and, man, I'm just ha- I'm happy, man. I'm proud that you got your shit going on, man. Um, I mean, I know it's only up from here, so I'm down for the ride, brother. For sure, man. And we're going to get you back on this motherfucker. But we're about to get up out of here. Peace. Switched up, they was looking down on me. Now I'm up, wish you would've stuck with me. Now you stuck, cause somebody else hating every time I look up. Can't keep me down.